Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash using your power. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Using Your Power. I'm David Anjouib, and joining me is... Naveen Kora. How you doing, Mav? I'm doing great, man. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm totally powered up for this. All right. Well, what are we talking about today? We're having a look at why having a team is important to success, which is a topic that you originally brought to the table, and I think it's a really good one, and I know you're going to have some good points to share. Well, for sure. You know, And, and we do this podcast as a team, so I mean, it, it only made sense to eventually do this topic, right? So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that we um, split up for work-wise and a lot of things that we both bring to the table individually. So it's a great topic to have and really showcase why having two different personalities, two different understandings really works together. So I, I thought it'd be a great uh, podcast to show Okay, so why don't you start off with your first point? Sure, and I was just gonna say, like, oh, I think never mind. <laughs> people were people are like probably familiar with Homestar Runner. I mean, it's not as prominent as it once was, but it was kind of a, a fun, you know, flash site where you could watch these little animated clips and stuff like that. And that was mostly done by two people. And even Google was started by two people. So I just wanted to talk about the power of, of two people. But wow, you, excellent, cool, man. Yeah, my first point was uh, you can work on high value tasks while they handle the rest. So. You know, when you're working with a team and you have employees and you hire them on and bring them on, I think this is something entrepreneurs talk about. Some of them, for some of them, it's even the first step that they even take in their business to begin that process of systematization is bringing on somebody and making a list of everything that they shouldn't be doing because they're the vision, you know, the visionary of the business and they should be focusing on high level tasks and business development while their employees focus on uh, other, you know, day to day activities, which are just as critical or as important as anything else and they still need to be done but they don't necessarily need to be done by the business owner because they may not have the skills or they may not enjoy it or it may not be their strength zone. Exactly. You know, that it's, it's actually very close to exactly what my point was. You know, and when you hire the right people, you do free up some time for yourself to focus on other aspects of your business so you can actually grow it as well, right? So, I mean, if you're if you're the marketing person and you're supposed to be the CEO of your company, if you continually just focus on marketing, you're, you know, you're never going to really get a chance to grow your company. So you really have to eventually delegate that so you can grow. I know if you look at any successful business entrepreneur, they will eventually step away from what they used to do and teach and train other people. I know that's one thing James Schrempf is huge at is you know getting really good at it and then training somebody else to do it and then stepping away and trusting that they can complete that job the way they need it done exactly and i've talked about having this business called academy design and it was two guys it started out as three guys but it quickly diminished to two which is fine just the way things worked out but we always found because we were in design and design is kind of one of those subjective things where some people say that looks great and other people say that looks awful and you know arts and creativity and music all those kinds of things tend to be somewhat subjective people like different things i'm not a huge hip-hop fan Levine listens to a little more hip-hop and that's okay it's just differences in taste but guess what two people working together we can come up with better ideas and we especially with like when we were doing graphic and web design we were working together and each person could just review the document or review the design and go you know how about this or how could we change that or you know if, if we just put this little thing in there it would look great and that's how that design process often worked so it makes a huge difference especially when you're stuck on a project you're just not sure if it's any good 
Oh, for sure. And, and you know, f- for people who've uh, listened to this on iTunes, or if you're not listening to this on iTunes, go take a look at our iTunes page. And, you know, we've just recently changed our logo and it kind of made mm-hmm. sense, right? We, uh, I brought that up and said, hey, David, you know, we sh- we are the face of our business. So why don't we put our face on our logo? So that's exactly what we did. And, you know, when one person brings something else to the other person, you know, we're just playing off each other's strengths, right? Maybe David's not really focused on that, but I was just, you know, mm-hmm. I had heard of uh, another podcast and I said, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. I really like that idea. And, and, and again, we, we're, we are the face of our business. So why don't we represent that who we are and let people know what we bring and who what we're going to bring to the table so you know it's, it's exactly what you just said when two people work together they should offset each other's strengths and weaknesses yeah that no that's very true and i think it ties into the next point too which is you can accomplish more you can do way more for whatever reason i think it's somewhat magical or somewhat woo woo to even say this but like one plus one isn't two you know one plus one equals so much more when you have two people working towards a vision and a goal and are are you know willing to put in whatever it takes to get there so that's 100% right and then that's exactly what i said you know not only does it, uh, it the work also gets done better and it can get done faster as well so you can clear up the time because now you're right one plus one isn't two it's maybe three or four or ten or twenty mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like that 10x idea right if you work the idea and if you just keep working harder and harder things just seem to get done faster and your results just end up being a lot bigger exactly and then I think that leads to, you know, getting the support that you need. You know, sometimes we don't have the accountability that we need. Sometimes we we just don't have other people helping us with the little details of things that we maybe you need to take care of. Either, you know, you talked about tax seasons in, in the last episode. I mean, that's something that could easily slip through the cracks when you're trying to get more business and when you're trying to market your business. It could be anything, right? It could just be a little oversight or a misspelling in an advertisement, and that could, in a in a weird way, that could ruin everything, right? Because that aver- that could be a swear word instead of being like the the word that you meant to say in that in that ad, and all of a sudden people are now you know have a different image or a different thought about who you are and what you're doing. So, I mean, hopefully, whoever's publishing that ad is is smart enough to see and 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 reach out to you in the first place but you don't want to make little mistakes like that unnecessarily no for sure and especially with a spell check right not everything really does get caught because no. a lot of times spell check will say hey, yeah that's a real word but doesn't necessarily understand the context of how that word's being used so uh you might end up with a swear word when you really didn't need one but it made sense to spell check so absolutely <laughs> agree with you on that so you know one thing i do like about is um dividing up the workload right i know with yes. us like, i think we think we kind of mentioned that a little bit but you know we kind of have a plan of action how we're gonna attack you know each podcast that we do and now we're, we're obviously starting our uh a business off together we're thinking about just kind of the, the tying all that in together now with the podcast and not just a product, but maybe actually having a physical location business down the road, uh, you know, but we got to start somewhere and we have a potential to start with a PR campaign, which I think is excellent. So, but in order to do that for the first time, we're going to have to divide up our, our workload and really figure out what you're mm-hmm. good at, what I'm good at, and not only just focus on doing those, but it's also saying, Hey David, if you're not good at this, I want you to focus on that because I want you to get good at this as well. Cause if we're both really good at, Uh, both sides of the business eventually we can step away from it hire other people and then we can go focus on developing you know the business itself and not worrying about the you know the back end stuff 
Absolutely. And I think it's worth noting for our listeners that, you know, it's kind of an offshoot of things that we were already doing. Like I launched a PR thing with the music entrepreneur and no sooner did I do that when people started to go, yeah, I mean, I need that. And they started raising their hand and saying, this is exactly what I've been looking for. Or even if it's not exactly what they're looking for, they know that they can customize the approach and I'd be willing to do that for them to put together a, a PR campaign. So that's kind of how this whole thing started. But I mean, creating offshoots off of things that you're already doing and people actually want from you is, I mean, you got to watch out and listen to what people want. I think that's the only way to really build a successful business. And even Derek Sever says that if it's not necessary and people aren't raising their hands telling you we want this, then why are you spending so much time at it, right? Well, exactly. And I think that goes right into what I'm saying is, is you know, we bring different strengths and everybody brings different strengths to the team and, and brings different ideas to the table, right? And it's exactly what it was. You brought an idea to the table. And even today, I was like, hey, you know, I want to expand on your idea. So I was like, hey, why don't we also do this? Why don't we set up a full business? Because we both understand that podcasting is not huge in Calgary. So we have a huge potential in the market right now to grow, not just the the web design side of it, the the, the podcast side of it, but we've understood how on the race course works and we can really implement that into our business yeah. and help, uh, you know, other businesses, business to business in Calgary, um, implement the things we know because they're don't they're not going to go spend the time and hire you know people off the internet to it because they really want to focus on people uh you know like i was saying handshakes right you know people love handshaking they love the face-to-face so that's what we're going to get good at because um that's how we're going to be able to work as a team and develop the company i believe you know to be huge in, in calgary and one day potentially even online and big on big online as well yeah, and I think it, it's getting results. That's the amazing part. I've started implementing this stuff and have been working with it for a while. And this is 2017, guys. I'm starting to see comments on my blogs. I'm starting to see more interaction on my social <laughs> media posts. I'm getting people who aren't just, you know, buy one thing, talk to you once, get out of there, never see them again kind of stuff. I'm starting to see people who are actually following, right? Don't call them followers unless they're actually following you because that's just, <laughs> that's not real, right? Those are inflated fake numbers that we often see on, on social media. I mean, I'm just saying that don't be discouraged, right? For every, it might be, it, it sounds crazy, but you might need a thousand for every one true follower. And that's just the way things are. No, you're right. And that's how it is. Right. And, and even with that, I'm going to take this on a little bit different point. Um, you know, for our team of two, like myself and yourself, David, one of the things I know we can do and just like the listeners can do is utilize other businesses that are able to help us accomplish what we're looking to get done as well, right? So just because we're in a, a niche market, for example, you know, we're talking about recordings, right? So we can be the person who does the video recordings in our business, or we can be smart about it and hire somebody else's expertise to do the recording, yeah. the editing and everything, saving us time to really focus on uh, doing the things that are going to make us a success, right? And so if you haven't heard that last episode on uh, why you're not succeeding. That's kind of why we're saying it because when you focus too much of your time on all of it, you don't have the time to focus on the right thing. So that's what we're going to do is, you know, partner up with the right people who can also then give us the advantages we, we are looking for. Yeah. And I mean, I'm already working with skilled contractors. So that's really just an extension of that. We can leverage our network. We know photographers, we know people who are in video, we know people who do edit audio and all that kind of stuff. So there's no shortage of, of contacts that we can, we can leverage in that way. And they'd be happy to do it too, because they want to get that income for themselves. Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, I think that's a great idea. Leverage people, you know, because not only do you leverage their expertise, maybe they haven't started a business, but maybe you'll push them into starting a business as 
as well that they really weren't thinking about that you kind of just pushed them into it and now they become a success as well. So how cool is that when you can uh, get people to kind of help you out and bring and bring them up as well, right? So kind of we I know I've killed a saying many times, but it's uh, it is true that a rising tide does raise all ships, right? So that's kind exactly. of what we're going to be doing, I believe, with this idea because we, I, you know, I know you know lots of people, uh, especially in music and and and. Um, marketing and whatnot and and online you know i know you write for different publications so we have a the opportunity here to utilize everything that we've been able to do i've worked at all these different jobs and we can really take all that now and combine it into a business sense and help other people come on our journey at the same time so i'm really excited no question man yeah it should be a lot of fun and i mean the only other point i had was something that you already brought up there mav so i mean i'm just reinforcing the point at this point but <laughs> you know people who are strong where you are weak and i think that's really the whole point of bringing on a team even guys like robert kiyosaki say hey i'm not the smartest i just bring on people who are smart and know their respective areas right people like accountants or or people who are in law you know, lawyers. So just bringing on that team and not having to be, you know, directly involved in those different aspects enables him to focus on the things he needs to do and what he's good at instead of having to dabble in law and dabble in accounting and dabble in marketing or whatever else. Yeah, exactly. Henry Ford said the exact same thing, right? He didn't want to know how to build a, a 12-cylinder engine. He didn't know how to, but he hired the people that did. And everybody who said, ah, it's impossible, it can't be done, he fired them, right? Until he found the right people that could do it. And, and eventually he did it. And and now look at all the the awesome cars that we have, right? I know mm-hmm. a couple of episodes back I mentioned I was at the car show and, and it's exactly how it was, right? Um, Because of one man's dream, you know, we have all this awesome technology in our hands. Uh, one thing I just wanted to kind of add to your point that you said, said too, David, is, you know, anytime you have a team of two or three people or whatever that number is, you know, a small team is you want to also be able to utilize some of the um, uh, tools that are available to you for people, for example, that are overseas. You know, you can definitely find some great teams in the Philippines or in China or Mm -hmm. India who are willing to work with you and have the expertise and have the understanding and can potentially do the job better and cheaper than someone in North America. So, I mean, as a team, you, you can definitely utilize Canada and US. I think we do need jobs here as well, but there are some great people overseas as well that we can leverage and uh, grow your business with. Yeah. And you're still helping people when you do that, right? A great book on the subject is Virtual Freedom by Chris Ducker. Definitely worth checking out. And I think I've talked about that book before, but when you're ready to hire a virtual team, I think that's a good go-to book. And I think he even has a service that can set you up with virtual assistants in, in the Philippines. And it really can make a difference in their lives. And again, like Mav said, it's not like we wouldn't want to make a difference in people's lives here too. That's all part of the equation, I think. But sometimes if you, you know, those kinds of tasks can cost a lot of money and being able to save that as a business owner is a huge thing. Especially when you're in the starting off uh, process of your business as well, right? And and, and it just it, it only makes uh, financial sense, right? All businesses do it big or small. They all leverage people all over the world, right? You know, look at the big companies like Nikes and the Walmarts mm-hmm. and, the, and the Amazons and they, you know, the, the storage of where some of these things are kept is sometimes in in countries like US and then sometimes maybe they keep a lot of their stuff in China. I don't know, right? But I mean, they leverage every aspect of their business so they can, you know, build for their shareholders so they can collect dividends and payouts and, and, and ensure that their business keeps growing and they can keep up with um, the ability to, um, you know, generate new ideas and products and, and, and keep hiring more people, right? Because if you can uh, hire people and pay them a little bit less, I know a lot of people don't like that concept, uh, but you can really make an impact in a lot more people's lives if they're working versus not working. 
Absolutely. Do you got any other thing to share on this, Mav? No, I'm ready to wrap up, man. All right, great. Well, this has been Using Your Power. You can find us at usingyourpower.com. Feel free to leave a comment on our site or on YouTube. You can also connect with us via Facebook and download our free course, 10 Simple Ways to Unleash Your Personal Power. And you can find us on any podcast service or catcher. Right on. Talk to you again soon. Have a great day.